The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir, only on LA Talk Radio. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to All Things Therapy. I am Lisa Tahir, your host. I am really excited about today's episode. It is unique that I do a solo show, and that is what I'm doing today, Thursday, June 17th. It is my 50th birthday, and I want to talk to you about some of the things that have been on my mind this year since since. 2021 began having to do with approaching the age of 50 and all that I ever heard about it as a younger person and being here and actually feeling a lot of angstiness about it. And what I've come to realize about our age, about time, I have some notes kind of briefly sketched out to come back to you to talk about that. And um, just coming to peace, coming to peace with time, with age, and wanting to offer some of my thoughts and taking that opportunity with you today. So before we get into that, I want to introduce you to my brand new podcast sponsor. They are so unique for my show because of what they offer you. It's summertime. We are all starting to get back out and about. I know I haven't been like dressing up often and it's time to like, you know, start looking a little nicer and better going shopping. And my sponsor, Fairty, is filling that need and that gap for you. Mr. Mike Fairty is the founder, along with his twin brother, of this really awesome clothing company called Fairty, F-A-H-E-R-T-Y. And they make the perfect clothes for summer. These fabrics are super high quality. I would be wearing what I ordered today from them, but it was a little bit too big. And I want to tell you about how awesome their return policy is and their lifetime guarantee. I emailed asking for a smaller size. And before I even sent the shirt back, they already had one FedEx on its way to me and sent me the shipping label, you know, to send back to them. And in addition to having awesome customer service, they offer you a lifetime guarantee no matter what on their clothing. So this means that they will replace or fix your clothes forever, no matter what. And 
the cotton shirt that I got was just, just wonderful fabric. The PK was just so well made. And so they are offering you, they're giving you 20% off your first order. As my listener, you go to fairtybrand.com forward slash ATT. I'm going to spell that out. F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brand, B-R-A-N-D dot com forward slash A-T-T for all things therapy. Take 20% off. They have been featured in GQ, in Vogue, Lucky, the LA Times, and so many other places. Fairtybrand.com forward slash A-T-T for 20% off your first order. Lifetime guarantee with these clothes. BetterHelp.com has been my long-standing sponsor. They offer you affordable online therapy that is HIPAA secure and compliant. It's video sessions, phone sessions, and chat sessions. And as my sponsor, they offer you 10% off your first month to try them out. Go to BetterHelp.com forward slash ATT. And um, they work with all kinds of issues. I have been a therapist for them. They're just a unique platform. They offer financial aid if that's where you're, where you're at right now. So I love having them as a sponsor because therapy is just such an awesome thing, which is a bit of what I'm going to talk about in the show today as well. So betterhelp.com forward slash ATT. I invite you to follow me on social media if you're not, especially after you listen to this episode. Yesterday, I made a post, day before yesterday, anticipating my my birthday and just what I've been reflecting on, as I mentioned earlier, about, about time, about age, about what this means for us being eternal beings in a finite physical body that registers age and time. And just really kind of having like a mind fuck around this as I've been approaching 50 and and just like, what does this all mean? Where have I come from? Who am I today? Where am I going? These kind of existential questions that I think we periodically ask ourselves when we're coming upon a certain age, a certain milestone. And certainly that's been the case for me. So if you don't follow me, please go to NOLA Therapy on Instagram, NOLA Therapy on Facebook, and Lisa Ta here on LinkedIn. It's N-O-L-A-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y.com. And um, I did a post about where I have come from personally. And I think it makes me relatable. I know that I appreciate the authors and the practitioners that share where they have come from. People like Lisa Nichols, Tony Robbins, there are so many. And these individuals talk about they did not come from easy backgrounds. And it's actually because of their background that they are who they are and wanting to help others to know that they can change their lives. That has certainly been a driving compelling factor in my life is wanting to help people be happier, be healthier. You can heal from anything, no matter what. My mom said, don't point at people growing up, but I'm pointing at you, the listener, the viewer right now, you can heal anything and be better for it. Be stronger, more sensitive, more acutely aware 
our senses are can be enhanced as a result of what we've been through and turning what might have looked like a mess and felt terrible as you went through it into something that is your message, that is your power, that is your legacy. This is my legacy, this podcast. It is archived forever. My book, The Chiron Effect. And when you start thinking of your life in terms of legacy, what you want to be remembered for. And it's not something we think about every day, at least for me, it's not. But I know that I want to leave a positive impact. And I hope that that's what I have been bringing you through this podcast. Certainly through my work as a therapist with countless clients, I've been in practice over 20 years and I was brought to this profession because of my own childhood experiences that I that I wrote about and spoke about in my social media post on June 15th, talking about the abuse and trauma that I experienced left me feeling so unworthy, so um, depressed, anxious, uncertain, low self-confidence, suicidal ideations, just not knowing where to turn when I was a younger person to... um, to go to get stabilized. You know, we need others when we're growing up to have a stable and secure base. Maslow's hierarchy of needs speaks to this as well as so many other traditions. And in the absence of that, you know, we're left to figure things out. And I think the beauty in that is we become deeply resilient. We become so strong. Children are just amazing at at finding how to get their needs met in the absence of someone there to, to do that for them. And so it's actually been a great gift in my life because I developed the ability to read people really well, to be really sensitive to emotion and the nuance of what's being said, and most importantly, what's not being said. And I'm sure that some of you listening and watching relate to this. And these are master skills that you have now as an adult to walk into a room, to walk into a setting, be it in person, Zoom, wherever you are, and really pick up on the emotion and the energy of the room, of the people that are occupying the space that you're in. And that's called our intuition. And I encourage you to listen to it Don't gloss over it. Don't push it down or minimize it to be polite. We're taught to minimize these hits that we get, usually in our belly or in our heart, and our body reverberates. Our body is sending out vibrational energy and receiving back. Our our body is a tuning fork, a tool that we use in this world to navigate. So I encourage you to listen, listen, listen to the tool of your body, to energy. And when you've grown up in environments where there's been trauma, when there's been a disruption, chaos, crisis, you, you, start to kind of not trust yourself because people around are telling you one thing typically, yet you're feeling another. And what I have learned through all these years of living is that, you know, your body has a sense of people, places, and things, and to really learn to trust that part of you. And I talked about entering therapy 
at 21 in the social media post that I did on June 15th. I knew that I needed to have some more skills, communication skills, relationship skills. I needed to do some healing. And that's when I discovered that this is what I want to spend my life helping people do. And I decided at 23, I entered grad school at Tulane University to get my master's in social work and become a therapist. I love it. I love it so much. So if you're looking for a therapist, I am available, reach out. And I've also done my healing work progressively over all these years that when I need a boost, a booster, when I need to work through something that feels a bit beyond me, I reach out. I've had two wonderful therapists in my life. And I encourage you to find someone like that, that you can bounce things off of that you can, you know, we all heal in the context of relationships because relationships are the context in which wounding happens. And so find that trusted person, you know, outside in addition to your friend group, to your romantic partner, to your family, those people are awesome. Yet it it can really be beneficial to have someone outside of your day-to-day life to to help you um, work through things. And so that's, that's that. The part that I've been really thoughtful about to to talk to you about and share these ideas having to do with age and time took me to my favorite book. My favorite book is the dictionary, Webster's Dictionary. I love words, love words. I don't know if you do too, but I love learning the meaning of words. And when I turned to the Webster's Dictionary, looking up age, what does age mean? Webster's gave 15 definitions of age from the length of time during which a being or thing has existed to a period of human life measured by years from birth. Three, when a person is regarded as capable of assuming certain privileges or responsibilities, like the age of driving, you know, things like that. Four, to mature as wise, um, which I think is, is different for everyone. You know, when we come into our wisdom, I mean, we're always learning, we're always growing. And um, so, yeah, but, but, and then lastly, the one that I picked of the 15, I'm not going to read all of them, was having reached adulthood. And I think that really struck me as being interesting because we all reach adulthood in air quotes, I think at different times, like some, some of us, had to become adults or adult-like at a young age, having to take care of siblings like I did and run errands and like cook food for them and become an adult sooner than what is typical because of things going on in my house that my parents weren't available to do that for us. So I stepped up into that role and we become caretakers at a young age. And that does shape who we become, who we are, And like, I love those things about myself. I love that I had to go through that because it's made me have these really amazing skills at taking care of myself and others and being able to figure things out. Like when crisis hits, it's like, oh, this is where I shine. Like I got this, you know, COVID, you know, just really being resourceful. So I'm sharing this to encourage you to go look within yourself, the things that have happened that you might've found yourself bitching about, feeling sadness over, you know, complaining about even like I know I have, that's why I'm using those terminologies. I've complained about those things, bitched about them, thought they were terrible. And then when I got through the other side of that, I realized, 
the gifts that they were to make me incredibly adaptive and uh, use that in your life. So here we are, age. So, and, you know, I was thinking of age in the context of we're also ageless. We are eternal beings. I believe that we're eternal. You might believe differently, but this is my podcast and I am sharing what I believe to be true, that we last forever. We are eternal. We have always been, we will always be, though not in this physical body that we're inhabiting right now in this moment, that will change. So it led me to look up time in Webster's Dictionary. There were 38 definitions given of time and it had to do with things like, oh gosh, what is this? Thirty-eight definitions of time, a duration regarded as an aspect of the present life as distinct from the life to come or from eternity. So even Webster's Dictionary is referencing eternity and a life to come in the definition of time, which surprised me. I didn't expect to find that. And so as I've been thinking of turning 50, I didn't know I had so much baggage around it. When I was younger, I thought 50-year-olds were so old, you know, and I then here I am at this age and I certainly don't feel old. I don't think I look old. I think age can be what you make of it. And I invite you to really look to the body you're in, the health that you have, and to really curate that, to really care for yourself. Whatever age you are in this moment listening now, you have some choices that you can make to be healthier. If you feel like you've neglected that area of your life, it's okay. You can make changes as simple as drinking more water. Like I'm holding up my glass of water. Drinking more water can help you with aging. And I've been telling the universe I'm unaging. And, you know, what we believe becomes our reality. When you repeat something to yourself over and over and over, it becomes your doctrine. It becomes your life. So repeat things that are awesome to yourself. I tell myself in the universe, I am ageless. I am unaging. And I can tell you at 50, I'm more fit than I was at 20. I'm stronger. I think I'm faster. I have less body fat. Um, I'm just more, I'm just a better, better at 50 than I was at 20. Though I had youth on my side, I didn't have as much awareness as I have today. And I've cultivated that. So I invite you to cultivate awareness, cultivate self-introspection, cultivate being tuned in, tapped in to yourself and, and to the energy that you believe supports life. For me, it's the universe. I um, feel really connected to the universe, to the spiritual realm, which I see as, as residing within me and residing within you. You're a light. I'm a light. We are all lights and we're interconnected. And though, you know, we don't see with these physical eyes, all the nuanced ways that this is working for us and, and working out. I, I know it to be true. And so, I encourage you to tune in to what spirituality is for you. It's changed for me. I grew up in a family that was half Muslim, half Episcopalian. And so I grew up in a mixture of Episcopal church when I wanted to go or praying facing Mecca on the prayer rugs if I wanted. So religion wasn't forced upon me. 
I was left to choose. I didn't think much of it. I went to an Catholic high school in New Orleans because it was a really good school, Sacred Heart. And so, you know, did the mass, the Catholic mass, didn't feel much of anything there. It wasn't until I got older that I started to see things working out for me that didn't seem like they should work out or I didn't know that they could. And I started to tune in more to energy and like, you know, what I'm thinking being the reflection of what I'm living and started to read more in recent years about quantum physics and the quantum field and just where energy and vibration and what that really means in a practical sense. And that's where I started to feel totally connected to spirituality. And that's what my book, The Chiron Effect, has to do a lot about the people, places and things that we habituate becomes our orbit. And that's a set frequency. It's actually a measurable frequency in Hertz. And when we want to change our lives, it requires thinking new thoughts that vibrate at a different frequency than what we're used to, to then attract the experiences at that level that become are new people, places, and things. And typically that's done progressively. It's rare that like you just totally change everyone and everything that you're doing and talking to. I don't even think that that would be healthy, you know, but think about when you meet somebody new and it's like, oh my God, this person's awesome. And they're about what I've been reading about and thinking about and what's important to me, that life tends to lead us to those people and those situations. So be open to them. That's happened to me for sure in recent years, meeting new awesome people that are like, wow, like they're doing things that I've been curious about. So invite life to lead you to those situations. And, you know, the word came to mind earlier today, like unfucking my mind around aging, because again, I didn't know all the all the kind of stereotypes that I even carried around age and just living my life, going through life and not thinking any, not thinking much of any birthday until somehow five zero seemed to ring bigger than other ages. And I've loved reading certain things on social media, like a woman in her nineties who completed a full marathon in some amazing time. And it's again, all about, how you cultivate yourself, what you make true for yourself. So I'm committed to as long of a life as I have here on this earth to continue with cultivating my health, my emotional well-being, my spiritual well-being, physical well-being. And there's just so much evidence of that. And I, I wonder, I'm curious what you all think about this topic of age and of time. I invite you to reach out and email me, Lisa at NOLA Therapy on social media, NOLA Therapy, again, on Instagram and Facebook. And um, these have been, it's actually been kind of heavy on me just, and I feel relieved to be able to say that I've come to a good place with my age, with time. And just, I went through a practice, like a meditative practice of making peace with the energy of time, making peace with the energy of age and feeling them as, as like my friends, like feeling them as entities, as almost people that, okay, time, okay, age, here you are, sit down with me, share with me what you know, that's true for me. And let's be, let's be on with this. And what I heard back, you know, was, was, 
interesting and unexpected. You know, there's, it had to do with self-love, the concept of self-love that's so up and current right now and social media and the healing areas, realms, and like self-love really to me has to do with how are you loving others? You know, the connection we have with others, you can, it's easy to sit in meditation all by yourself and feel bliss. It's a whole nother thing when it's like, get out there and be in your relationships and be in your friendships and get out to the store. It's like where we're rubbing against people, that friction that sometimes is caused, you know, that's what self-love is, is responding with some empathy, some curiosity, instead of maybe blasting someone or jumping to conclusions I am one who has jumped to conclusions and created a story in my mind about someone that I don't know if it's true. So from time to time, and what I've done is to instead invite in curiosity, like, hey, what's going on with you? This didn't seem like you. Is there something, is there something going on? And so just you know, that's what I heard from time and age, like really softening our reactions, definitely staying connected to others. And it took the pressure off like me, me, me. And when we focus on others, I just find it to be so amazingly refreshing and like lightens up my mood that it's not all about me. Thank God. And while I give myself meditation time every day and I'm thoughtful and introspective, I find that I'm happiest when it's like, well, what's going on with someone else? Who's on my mind that I can reach out to and text and, or spend time with. And um, that's what I'm going to be about moving forward. I'm pausing to see if there's anything else I would like to share in this solo episode, you know, I'm just really grateful. I'm in appreciation. I've, I've, I'm in appreciation of you listening. Thank you. If there were no listeners, <laughs> this podcasting thing wouldn't be half as meaningful as it is. So knowing that you're listening and we are connected is so gratifying. I appreciate you as my listener. I invite you to leave a review wherever you're listening, be it on iTunes or Google Play or Spotify or Stitcher or all these fucking places where podcasts are nowadays. iHeartRadio. I don't even know all the platforms. I love your review. I have a Patreon campa- campaign at patreon.com forward slash all things therapy if you want to support financially. And most importantly, I just want you to feel good about whatever age you are today listening. If you're younger than me, if you're older than me, we are eternal, it doesn't really matter. These are like man-made constructs that we need to just navigate this earthly existence that we're all in together. So I encourage you to define what age and time mean for you and let me know. I'll be back with you next week, all of my love. Bye. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir on